So what's something that like nobody knows about Rotten Sound? Oh, did you say that nobody knows about us? Yes, correct. Uh, well, I mean, uh, it might be because we've been kind of in and out uh, touring, yeah. especially and and uh, when we left Relapse and joined Season of Mist globally, yeah, it might feel so in North America, but then in here it seems like we have again a little better situation in Europe. Yep. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm not going to say anything stupid like we suck because I, I think we're okay, band. but it's just uh, we never never thought about marketing that aggressively. It's been more like doing our own thing and yeah. it worked out pretty well this far, uh, so far and we had really good tours. Like The last one was a dream tour for us. Yeah, Season of a Mist is definitely like impressed me recently because... I don't know. Like I tend to not really. I okay. I listen to Relapse and all all those big big names, but but like I don't know. Season of Mist has been pulling through with good bands, like super good. So, mm-hmm. but here's a question off of that kind of. How has the band's approach from you know 1997 versus right now varied over the years? Like recording, playing shows. Right. Well, uh, back in 1997, we were more like a project band. We were not really playing that many shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the band also originated as a side project for our death metal band, Vomitor Reason. So, mm-hmm. so we didn't like even think about it too much. We were just doing our cross grind and then started to incorporate more death metal when Vomitor Reason quit. So in that sense, we just happened to be relevant for someone around Murderworks and people started to ask us to play shows more. And that's when we started to tour. Right. How is the scene? How is the scene in Finland? Oh, well, it was uh, more like punk and crust when we started. And that's like I said, that was how we started. Well, how is it now, now compared to, you know, 1997? Well, the scene questions are tough because there's so many different genres and they are not as united in here as uh, maybe in US. Sometimes it feels that bands are more comfortable with playing different kinds of bands with different kinds of bands. In here it's quite separated so that punks play with punks, metalheads play with metalheads and then there's the commercial side too. Right. Not to, not that obsessively, but little more than U.S. So because of that, there's many small subgenres, and and same people seem to end up playing in different bands as usual in underground. Gotcha. So, what is your fondest memory of playing of Scene Extreme in Czech Republic? Oh, <laughs> I don't that's remember. A, that's them a all. tough one. That's a tough uh, one. Oh, damn, it's been so many times. I did enjoy our D-beat set when Sonny broke his other leg, but it was like he couldn't, he couldn't blast because it was his right foot, so he couldn't do just left. Gotcha. It would have been like, it would have, would have not sounded right at all. So we ended up playing only slower songs 
So that was oh, fun. I, but I, I mean, the, the proper sales, of course, the first one in 2000 was very important for us. It was uh, the second uh, festival so out of, outside of Finland for us too. So, and also, yeah, going gotcha. to Option Extreme for the first time was amazing for us, obviously. So I think it has to be that one. Okay. Who came up with the film theme for peace that was on relapse? I find that super interesting. <laughs> oh, that, that just happened. Uh, it was this guy who, who, who kind of knows us. Yeah. And he did the animation and sent it to us and asked if we want to have it. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so cool. <laughs> That's nothing no, no. to do with the song by all means. I don't think he Oh, but that's the cool the part about it. That, that's grindcore for you. You don't know what to expect. <laughs> yeah. So off of that, what are three things that you think grindcore um, sets aside from any other genre? I think integrity is quite quite big thing. And... Uh, there's a difference of opinion, but I'm a big fan of the like the founding bands. Yep. And to me, grindcore was a little bit more political than and having a little bit more important things to say than other extreme music. Right. Uh, but then there's I'm the, I don't want to go and argue with some argue with someone who is saying that. It doesn't matter what to sing if it sounds like crying. So I'm fine with that. But for me, I, I'm thinking that way. That's just my opinion, not the truth. Gotcha. A third one, I don't know. Uh, Speed, probably. For me, like that, I think that's the biggest no, thing. I think, that... I think it's weed. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, we don't. I don't see speed in grindcore. It's more weed. Gotcha. So I see that you guys played a show with Full of Hell. And I know they're a bunch of young dudes. What are your thoughts on them? And do you consider them like an up and coming grind? Uh, I don't know, black and death metal band. Um, they're really cool and nice people, by all means. It was it was really fun to finally play with them. Um, yeah, they they're they're great. I love them so much. Yeah, good music. Uh, uh, I think that. Mm, I still haven't had enough time to really get into their material as much as I should. Mm -hmm. But I'm feeling that every time any of their songs comes on my shuffle, uh, it's kind of a little bit growing. and uh, I'm getting more into them all the time. But but it's like... Gotcha. And it obviously mattered to play the shows with them. But, uh, but even there, it was hard to catch them because we were like sleeping two hours a night and wow. grind pass had to have our naps and we sometimes miss their set because of like just getting our ride late to the venue. Gotcha. So what has been the biggest highlight in being the front man of Rotten Sound? Mm. Having, to, having to have the chance to play with those awesome guys who are in the band. Okay, right now it's Mika and Sami, but whoever has been ever ever been in the band, we, we have a new bass player uh, situation coming up. Actually, uh, we haven't really spoken that much about it, but everybody saw that we had a different guy 
filling in for the tour. But, um, gotcha. At least we have time now to find, figure out who's going to be the next one. Gotcha. So, who writes? I I know, Goat Burner. You play guitar, and I was, I've always been curious about, um, Rotten Sound because you know you guys are dropping like, sixteen songs on a record, and you got like, a continuous like, album collection, you know. A lot more than a lot of bands. And do you guys collaborate on writing in that band, or is it specifically the guitar player that writes this stuff? Earlier on, it was uh, me and the guitar player. But when I moved to a different city, and uh, the bass player number four, Tony, joined, mm-hmm. then they started to write, write more together. And then when Sami joined the drums, he started to write. And actually, Sami has done a little more than Mika in latest albums. Gotcha. Drummer. So Mika and Sami are, I think right, right now, they both have an album worth of songs, like each of them. But we are getting into filtering mode soon and find which ones we like most. And then I start to do the lyrics on, the, on them. Gotcha. And, um, we thought we spoke about me picking the guitar for us, but I also kind of feel that it's better to keep uh, keep it separate because um, my my style is a little bit more death metal anyway. Right. Uh, we had that, but it's more like it almost feels like the, they do more groovy and I do the dirtier death metal stuff. Yeah, I feel I feel a little bit of doom as well. Yeah. So, so like that Morbid Evils, that's my Doom band also. So, gotcha. so when I do Goldburner and Morbid Evils, it's uh, somehow better to keep them separate. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I also feel that they do a better job doing grindcore than, than me because I haven't done it since, I don't know, 2002. Any rips for us. Right. So they're like, they're more, more of a, holding their area there and uh, and it keeps us kind of consistent to to have not to have too many songwriters yeah because it keeps it, it it'll sound all different yeah gotcha so me being a guitar player myself i always just ask this question um what has been like the main tuning that you guys play in, and has it varied since 1997? It's varied a lot, uh, but it's been mostly drop tunings. Drop and, tunings? Uh, it started from drop, drop D, I think. Okay. And then we started to go down to C and B. And at some point, we were playing shows where we started with C, and then we had the lower two songs, so we dropped to B during the set. Mm-hmm. So it was like C standard, and then guitar and bass drop to drop B. Gotcha. And I, I believe it was in uh, in rain when we had both two two tunings. But after that, can't remember what was the Seal Psycho tuning. It might have been even C or B. 
Well, ten. It's been drop A since Murder Works. Gotcha. Yeah, drop A is what I like to plan myself. Oh, no. Murder Works is probably in B. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm not sure, but we 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 started move towards drop A, and that's where we have been staying now. Gotcha. So I'm gonna that, move. That the sound like uh, I don't know if you want to hear about Goldburn, but I start. I wanted to do A standard because yep. I've been always riding with standard. Right. Kind of feels more like what I want to do. Gotcha. So I'm gonna move to the um, goat burner questions now. I've got a few for you. Yeah. So how did how did goat burner first form? Well, the beginning of what is probably coming from my frustration when the original Morbid Evils members left uh, the Doom Band I have here in Turku. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them left, and then I don't know one. I got a new guitar player, but then the drummer said that he can play shows. And it was kind of really tough. And we always had to fight who, if they can go on tour. Uh, we did quite a bit in the first couple of years with that band, but then at, suddenly they felt that they wanted to change their lives. And mm-hmm. you don't make money with the starting band, but it wasn't even about money. They were not happy touring. Mm-hmm. And uh, the drummer, which I looked for a while because I wanted to be sure that there is someone, to, someone who wants to hit the road, so yeah. he had the same situation in Helsinki with Ratface and uh, Bloodlands and and uh, Skullmaggot and Picacas and his other bands. There's still more, I think. And everyone was started to have families and have the, had their day jobs. And even if they got tour offers, they couldn't do them. But he's like yeah. he's a freelance tattoo artist and would like to do music also. That's like his main thing, not even as a job, but just spend his time in, in music by all means. <clears throat> so we started to think that basic when when I started to talk to him I realized that okay that's the guy and he's a great drummer and really nice dude also and uh haven't really written so much but I really hope he's writing more on the next album which we are working on now. So like gotcha. he's a very skillful guitar player so I will have to practice a lot when he starts writing more. <laughs> that's like me. <laughs> I have a I have a buddy that's always like, hey man, I'm gonna start writing some stuff. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> I'm gonna have to start practicing more. <laughs> I think uh, that he, he's like more technical. He, he likes yep. cannibal corpse kind of stuff, and I I'm coming from the primitive and grinding, and then Morsalace and with Doom stuff. So right. combining those both might be interesting, and also. Mm, makes it be different but i think we are free to do whatever and that's the fine finest of the band that we don't really define that well on how what, what genre we are right now now does that separate this project versus rotten sounds where you guys kind of have a uh, a standard sound that you guys are trying to achieve with that band yeah versus okay Okay, it is a sense. bit different. Um, I mean, you, there's definitely some blast beats in Goldburner, mm, but it's not not as grinding. And we we have our slow moments and heavy moments. And and uh, I guess one thing is that uh, the the old death metal caveman stuff is more 
present in our our things. So, you know, the the riff that kind of sounds like uh, you don't know what they're doing, and maybe I don't. But purposely <laughs> doing that, that, you know, the power violence thing too. So that, that yeah. that's I really enjoy it that you you dare to do clumsy riff things at times, as long as it's not all the time. Right. So, do you have more enjoyment out of just being a vocalist or a multi-instrumentalist? Uh, both are very nice and a very good experience. I mean, being just a vocalist, I can throw myself in there a little more, at least now. But uh-huh. the latest shows I've done with Goldburner felt more and more natural. So I think that the okay. next tour, when whenever we get to do it in three years or something, um, when we get to play more shows again, in addition to what we have done already, uh, I think that it will get more comfortable. And I do enjoy playing guitar a lot. And that's, it's been always as important instrument for me, so that it's at the same time. Gotcha. So as of right now, this is, this is a question I've always wondered myself. I mean, it might be an easy answer, it might not. As of right now, which project is your main priority? Both. As for, right. I think that... But, but they take time sales. Like, gotcha. If I'm, if I'm like mixing Goldburner and then I'm mixing Goldburner, writing lyrics and doing Rotten Sound, touring with Rotten Sound, then I'm doing that. But I never wanted to like pick my favorites in any of the bands I'm in. And right. uh, it's uh, also like the booking situation is so that Rotten Sound as an older band tends to get priority because there's, uh, it's booked more, more in advance. And I'm fine with that. It's better to do it mm-hmm. that way instead of like filling schedule uh, combos or like be compulsive and fill it with the other band. And then we couldn't do Rotten Sound shows. And gotcha. like have kind of natural pull of thing instead of pushing ourselves too much with Gold Burner. But right. I, I hope that uh, in uh, two or three records, um, we might end up in same festivals and stuff like that because it's very simple for us as a duo to do that stuff anyway. Yeah, you got the gear and everything there. Yeah. Be easy for you. So what are you trying to do differently in this project that you've never done before? Uh, being very... Like when when you have just one guitar, uh, I can't do production wise any too many tricks. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. So, like the album is basically there's uh, drums, and then then I played one guitar with the drums live when we recorded the drums, and that was recorded, and I overdubbed it exactly the same way as the the guitar played. Uh, gotcha. Even when it was really tempting to add some harmonies here and there, I couldn't play them live ever. I couldn't like because there's not even bass to do that with. Yeah. So. But but that's what you're trying to do, like that. That's. Yeah, and it, it does affect the songwriting obviously a lot. You you need to. Yeah, you know, you're like having that one ingredient in in guitar and bass. Uh, the only thing I can do, and which I also do uh, mostly in breaks, but maybe a little more on the new album at times, is to drop the bass, drop the other guitar, because I'm playing through, through, through different 
two different guitar amps to have like a bit different tones. So that's those are the tools I want to use on the next one. Gotcha. And it might be so that someday in future I get a looper, but right now it seems too fancy and uh, it's more important to do riffs and just yell, at, yell on top of them and be like <laughs> a simple death metal, like riff based approach as possible. Uh, not yeah. to have too many, you know, reverbs. I don't have any reverb or or delays in my pedal board at the moment with Gold Burner. It's just three signals straight. to three different amps. Is it just a straight tube amp? Uh, no, I'm I'm using uh, two different amps. Another one is solid, current solid state, like vintage PV. Another one is a JGM two thousand, or I'm using a this one line Laney Iron Heart depends which I like Ooh, more. And, that's a good. And then that's I, a good one. It's a it is a okay one. And then in bass I'm having PV Mark III or SVT Classic if I feel like not too lazy to carry it around. Right. So so when you talk about bass, are you just because I've seen a band do this myself? Um, do you just use like a splitter because obviously yeah. you don't have a bass player, right? So I have a splitter for uh, the um, solid state state amp, which is I'm playing DS1 through that, which is kind of getting be, getting a bit of Swedish feel, but it's more harsh than HM2. And I want to stay away from HM2 with this band because that's rotten sound anyway. And yeah. it's been done, and I, I do actually enjoy playing this more with with other things. And then I have Mega Distortion, which is like darker, DS1 made for new metal originally, so it's for low tune guitar. So that's going into tube amp to create kind of lower level, lower layer uh, uh, in between the octavized or, or the bass player, bass player, bass pedals, which is uh, octaver and another distortion, which is currently Behringer's metal zone. Uh, oh, so. there it is. I also do have a metal zone, but I like this somehow more in the bass. It's kind of a little bit more all, all over. <laughs> yeah. But the October is obviously important, and I'm not using any of the... I'm using just the sub-octave, and mostly lower, um, lower frequencies, so that whenever I'm going to higher strings, it doesn't get too much like, you know, the white stripes type of thing, yeah. which is cool for them, obviously. I, I do like them. It's a cool band uh, for what they do, but then it's not really suitable for death metal. 